said what? With April. And nothing. Hey guys. Hello, hello, hello. I wonder if I really do say that every time. Hey guys. I do, right? I haven't really like paid attention. But hi. Make a compliment. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. You gotta do the what up, what up? What's new? Oh man. So I cut my hair. Hey, she be looking like mini mini mama. Come El chico del apartamento. And we just keep going every single song. Yeah, I got into. I don't know if it was like my feelings or. I don't know. I just wanted to change. And usually I've always chalked my hair off during like my little like moments. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, you know, chop my hair. So were you like that teenager that would like play around with different experiments in your room? Yeah. I was that teenager. Yeah. Like I pierced my own nose. <laughs> I pierced my cousin's belly button. I do. Yeah, I do it to other people. Like I think I've pierced um, one of my ex-boyfriend's sister's ears multiple times. She like Dang. bought like the gun and everything. And I was like. My cousin was like very strong, dude. Like, well, I know she could have died like don't ever do that guys. no but you could actually because like, if you like do something like wrong you mm-hmm. can like pierce something else yeah yeah don't recommend that but <laughs> i was speaking in the terms i guess i should have spoken on the terms of like cutting your hair just like, <laughs> no i always come around hair, yeah. stuff like that cutting my hair is always something i've always done i've always like messed around with like different styles and granted they weren't the best looking like i could admit that that's funny like i've probably messed up a couple of good times yeah i honestly have never had bangs i I just did them last year was it that was it last year yeah i just that was like my first time like doing a full bang yes i've had them before and then i just pinned them back for the rest of the time that's what you did Mm -hmm. yeah this this one i did kind of embrace it a little bit more yeah i feel like i didn't really see it with you like a couple of times and then the rest they were like pinned back i do prefer like the whole side I what were they called? Um, curtain bangs, curtain right? Bangs. Yeah. Yeah, that I did like. I love those. But I have to take breaks, you know, because then it just becomes yeah, like a repetition. I want, I needed something different because I was like, I want to dye my hair, which I think I probably might get my hair done for Mother's Day. Mm. We'll see. Like, I'm like, okay, different. We'll see. I don't know. But, like all of it? Yeah. Because oh, it's been do? a while. It's like overgrown a lot. What are you going to do? I probably might do like this color again. I just all love this color. Yeah. But, like, I always do ba- balayage, balayage, balayage. I always do that. Mm-hmm. I never do, like, the full. So, like, always balayage because I hate the growing out. I've always like done that. I don't, ombre. I just can't stand roots showing, especially mm-hmm. if it's just, like, a line of yeah, roots. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just get that done. Just the growth is so much prettier and easier to me. Right. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know because I'm getting to the point where I just want my natural hair, too. But you get tired of that also. I'm doing the natural hair thing right You've now. You've embraced it for a while. Well, I just did it. I've always had blonde. I've always had highlights. I've always done like highlights. something. Highlights. Okay. I've seen you with highlights. Mm-hmm. I stopped doing that because I was like noticing that I'm not getting younger. And I thought to myself, maybe I should embrace like not having the canas right now. Oh. Like the white hair. Oh, yes. So, because then later on, I'm going to need to like consistently do like something to my hair. hair yeah. And then I'm also going to need to like consistently like add highlights to kind of like mm-hmm. masks. The, yes. The white is the so highlight. I said, what I need to do is embrace my natural hair mm-hmm. and just enjoy it while I can before the age comes and takes over. <laughs> 
I'm scared of that, dude, because my real dad has, like, a bunch of white hair. And, like, he's not that old, but obviously he's an older man. And I'm just like, dude, I hope that trait doesn't come to me. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Una Nuka Sabe. You love that. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. So, how was your weekend? Actually, Mm. I haven't seen you or talked to you really, like, consistently. You were busy. Yeah. (laughs) You're busy life. Um, it was good. We, uh cooked out a lot this weekend and then went to church nice. and we saw the fight which i'm not really a keeper upper of the fight keeper upper like i don't know who's in who's out that good stuff when they're fighting like in general oh. and then like they're like oh fight's coming up i'm like okay cool we'll be there i guess i mean like automatically like yeah we're just there and it was it was a pretty good fight i'm weird i'm it was weird. I don't know what to believe. There were some things that I'm like, I wish Garcia would have gone harder, but hey. I don't get life. what it takes. Yeah. There's a lot that it takes to be a fighter. I know, because I was like thinking, I'm like, I've been punched in the stomach before, and I'm like. <gasps> but then, oh like, gosh. the way he, like, took it, it's kind of like, he took it like a champ, but then it's like he didn't take it like a champ, so I don't know. So I did not watch the fight. <laughs> you were busy. Busy girl. Yeah, but my husband did. He went to Vegas to go watch it, actually. I know. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. It was. He was sending me so many snaps, dude. Oh, wait. Like, I had to tell him at some point. Like, no way to stop? Not of the fight, but like of um, Vegas, because we both have never been. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. felt very, like, he felt remorse on oh. going without me. So he wanted you there? He was just kind of like, I can't believe I'm experiencing something without you. And it was especially like Vegas. That's a big spot. You know, there's only so many yeah. big places you can visit in the States. In the US. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, stop showing me everything and then I'm not going to be surprised when I actually go. <laughs> yeah. He stayed at the Caesar Palace. So Ooh, it was like really pretty and then yeah. like, the clouds and stuff. Does Caesar really live there? <laughs> I do not know. But he was so excited. It was funny. It was like a little Did you kid. know where that was from? No. From, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> From Hangover. Yeah, okay. I know, because Chubby's been to Vegas already once without me. And I'm like, well, since you've gone without me, it's only fair that I experience Vegas for the first time without you. Yeah. So that's been a discussion between, like, this, like, little girls group chat that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, so when are we going? When are we going? We, like, keep planning it, but then we, like fall off you know life happens just check on those flights the day that they're stupid cheap no. that's when everybody will go they are they are very expensive just, yeah yeah so round can... trip everything in general yeah but yeah just very interesting weekend mm-hmm. enjoying time with family and friends i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i gotta clear my throat i feel like something's stuffed in here i have a lot of allergies right now so i don't know if like Ooh, birds. <laughs> Sorry, it got really hot up here. We had to open the windows. I, I don't know if I like I sound different in my mind or in my head or like in general, but I feel like I sound different. But I don't know if I'm just like so, so stuffy. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. I don't know. Maybe it is allergies. Yeah, it is. It's the dreams. Yes. Okay, for today's topic, actually, the camera did not turn off. So, yes, fixed it. We were having technical difficulties. I like always. It's like, there's always something going on there's before we start. There's always something because somebody doesn't want us to put our word out there. It's the narcissism's out there. The narcissist. Okay. So, yes. We 
our topic of the day, starting out season two. Sorry, that was like a whole dance. I know. I'm just thinking like, Narcissus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Narcissus. a lot of work. I figured I didn't want to like, <laughs> I used to like enjoy all that stuff. And then I realized like, oh, season two, episode two, Numero number 12. Hey. <laughs> we will be speaking on how to survive a narcissist. <laughs> Narcissism. Burr, burr, burr. A narcissist. A how to survive April. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we were like asking ourselves just now. Are we narcissists? Are we? Narcissist? Are we? I, I I know I do have some traits. That was so out of spring April. What? <laughs> you just got that. I was like, wait, hold kidding. on. Kidding. Not kidding. Kidding. There is a lot of little traits up in there. Yeah. But we did reflect that. Okay, we'll get there. Anyway. <laughs> so, a narcissist. It's a definition of a narcissist. Yes. Let me Somebody who lacks empathy, thinks they're superior, everybody mm. else is inferior. Mm. They love attention. Yes. yes. Egotistic. Needs admiration. Admiration. Continuously. Like everything is about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It don't matter. And they may act nice. They may act like they're cool. But they're fake as... Yeah. They are liars and cheaters and they're just, okay, we'll get there. So basically yeah. we're not trying to like bash narcissists because at times, nah, we're going to bash them. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, nah. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, so from our experiences, we have both had to deal with narcissists in our lives. Multiple. Are we both sense. deal? We, it could still be, yeah. And then there's been a part of our lives where we realize we have became the narcissist to a certain extent. Right. But we've overcame that as well, too. Yeah. I mean, at least we hope. Or we feel. This is the narcissist. (laughs) This is the narcissist in it. (laughs) We're perfect. Psych. I love myself. Psych. (laughs) Love yourself. I I know. I mean, it's good to love yourself, but it's too an egotistic way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, with all of that, it's just we wanted to touch bases on that simply because some people don't even realize that they are living with a narcissist because they put you down so much. Because a narcissist trait is also to make you feel like you are inferior, but that like it's your fault, too. Like they're like this because of you. So then you genuinely feel like, oh, well, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. I caused all this shit, you know, but right. So let's go with story time to get a little bit of breakdown of how we've dealt with the narcissist. We love a good story time. (laughs) And then we can kind of, um, because a lot of people actually don't even know what narcissists are. Yeah. It's a little bit, you know. Or they've heard of the term, but they never really realize like what makes one. Mm -hmm. It could be like a joking term. Yeah. Like, oh, stop being a narcissist or you're being a narcissist. Stop acting like that. But there really is actual narcissist out there and they are affecting people's lives every day so natalie <laughs> i'm like trying to like joke right now i know because <laughs> it's such an awkward okay so basically narcissists have probably done the most damage to natalie and i <laughs> in different ways obviously and it wasn't the same narcissist yeah it no. was it's just that's how impacting a person with that trait can be on someone yeah and 
you know we've seen it happen to others Mm -hmm. as well too not just us which is something that is like pretty crazy because i have like i don't know do i give names do i give like roles that they played in my life but i've known somebody who has been very narcissist to the point where they'll hit somebody right in front of me this happened right in front of me they'll hit somebody right in front of me I'm, like, freaked out about it because I'm, like, a little girl. I'm, like, what's going on? Like, what do I do? Like, mom could pick me up. And then they'll be, like, but I never even touched her. And I'm, like, dude, like, I saw the little little contact. I saw, like, the, you know, hand but on. But they want you to believe what they want you to believe. Yeah, that that didn't happen. Right. But then it's, like, then why does she have a bruised lip? Mm-hmm. Why is she bleeding? Why was she crying? Um, You know, just on, like, some type of excuse that they came up with. But then it, like, really, like, made me think if that person was genuinely like sick in the mind oh yeah i mean like as an adult and especially us being believers of god we always want to have like that second conscience of like don't call them a bad person maybe something happened to them maybe it didn't or maybe they're just so delusional that it didn't happen Mm -hmm. in their mind but it did happen and they're just like blocking it out you know when you block out certain things Oh no, that situation was weird. Honestly, was like, okay. So, who that. were the narcissists in your life? If you don't mind, ask, like asking, <laughs> or you could just say like this person, and then kind of give us like a little bit of a side note on how they affected you. So for sure, now, like, shifted my whole body over there. She was like, Dr. "This is Phil. Get well, I mean, I'm next. <laughs> no, for sure, we interrogate each other. I want to say it is like my real dad which he's changed and i've mentioned that before he's changed he's not that same person you know but growing up he was a very bad narcissist and i think he should acknowledge that too um and then it was definitely my ex-husband which that was a whole situation in itself Mm -hmm. a crazy situation what was like the like, did you, you had to obviously get older to realize maybe what a yeah. narcissist was? Yeah. And when you did, did it kind of, like, click to you? Yeah. But it took me a good second. Because I didn't really realize it until, like, I was getting told it during, like, the whole marriage. I'm like, this is what's going on. You know, this is who you're dealing with. But I truly didn't, like, put two and two together. Because at the same time, like, he was also telling me, like, 24 7 like this is your fault like, i'm doing this because of you you caused this i did this because of you and then it like after a while of just hearing that like, you know you just just really believe that so then i kind of thought like well then i'm the issue i'm the problem what do i need to do to fix this so then i would come up with ways to like change certain things and like mm-hmm. just give in and it or still, please him yeah completely and it didn't even work yeah it was weird so um there was times where he would literally, like, check my outfit every day before I went to work. Because if I was wearing something so sexual, it was like, oh, you're going to go with somebody at work. Which Your husband. Yeah. Which, you know. Sorry if I had to clarify <laughs> that. <laughs> at first, I was picturing you as a child, like, leaving and your dad not liking what you're wearing. No. I don't, like. See, like, I knew what my dad was. I didn't know he was a narcissist. To me, I thought he was just, like, an abuser. I thought he was... A drug addict abuser. I didn't really put narcissists together with him. Mm -hmm. Until I got older and I realized, like, hey, you're doing all this shit. And it's like, what's going on? And the thing is, like, I would confront him. And I would talk my shit with him. And I would let him know, like, this isn't okay. But he didn't believe what he was doing. 
Right. Like, he never really, like, acknowledged or took responsibility or at least said, like, or, you know, like, just apologized for anything. It was just more so, like, that never happened. What are you talking about? I'm like, mm, what? <laughs> okay. But right. with my ex-husband, it was, like, I felt as if, like, I was a problem. And then, mm. I don't know. I left, and then it just kind of really all clicked together, and I was like, so that's what it was. And then he, like, told me certain things, and I'd be like, oh, that wasn't true. <laughs> you know? Right. It's just, like, all clicked. He'd be like, one main thing he always said was, no, nobody's ever going to put up with you. You are too crazy to deal with. No one is ever going to love you the way I love you. Joke's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. It's because of their characterism. They want yeah. you to feel small. Mm-hmm. I did. I really did. But what about you? Who was your who were your narcissist? Family members. But what was crazy was that I didn't also realize till I was an adult. Yeah. And it was searching the definition of narcissist. And like putting it together. Along with their character traits for a friend oh. that was going through something. Okay. So she was going through something with her significant other. And then I was kind of just like, like, what is it that's going on? So then I like did my research because at that time it was like when I was first digging into psychology and when I did that I then had a Mm self-reflection I was like holy moly I've seen this before Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and that's whenever I realized but I've always kind of heard the word yeah you know it's been like thrown out there every once in a while it has and especially when it comes to an abuser if you were ever in a situation with an abuser, most of the time abusers are narcissistic. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like they want that control. They want that power. Yes. They want to feel like they're you're on top nothing. of the world. They want you to feel like you're nothing. Yeah. It's it's what they gain out of it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. therefore, I mean, growing up, obviously in an abusive home, I did um, see all those reactions in the way that... Mm-hmm. You know, the person would speak to the other person and so on and so forth. Therefore, me carrying a little bit of narcissistic traits. Yeah. So whenever I was also reading the definitions and kind of like understanding, I was like, whoa, this is kind of me too. A little bit. But the Mm -hmm. way you said it is like, is narcissism contagious? I think it's something that you pick up. Yeah. You can pick up because of what you become used to. So for instance, a narcissist will make you feel... Like, you have no control of even your mind. So how do you beat a narcissist? Become a narcissist. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but that is kind of like what you end up doing. You end up becoming a narcissist with them because you're trying to play the same game. Yeah. And they love it. They love to, they love like getting something out of you, like a Mm. reaction. So therefore, if he's Mm. like, Natalie... You better come home. Da, 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 da. And if yeah. you're this strong-willed person, you're going to go and attack that. You're going to be like, no. And you're doing it because you know it's making them mad. And then at the same time, he's doing that to you because he knows it's making you mad. You guys are just adding fire and fire to each other. But at the end of the day, it's you're not going to make anything of that. You guys are literally just jabbing at each other over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you see that continuously. Especially as a child, you think it's normal. And then you see the manipulation. You see the egotisticness. And you see the controlling. It's like, okay, that's normal. 
No, it's not at all. Like, you do not no. treat people in that way. Yeah, no. And us doing our research that we did, narcissists are typically people that have been babied. If they're not babied, yes. then they feel like they weren't loved enough. There's always something that's, I hate to say it, but poor me. Mm-hmm. The pity. Mm-hmm. Feel sorry for me. Notice like me, me. Me. Freaking me. Me, 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 me. Yes. Mama. They will never admit. Yeah. They will never. You could, they can be as blue in the face, dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. never admit that they are wrong. And if they do, be careful. Pigs are because it's, Yeah. No, if they do, be careful because it's probably a manipulation. Better. Yeah. It's yeah. better on their end. And mm-hmm. they're trying to see, you know, it's something that's gotten them. They're, they got something at the end of it. Like they're playing the situation. They're like, okay, let me just apologize. So I can get what I want. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. her back. When she's back, boom, case closed. I want. I'm going to act like this for about, mm-hmm. you know, a day mm-hmm. or so. And that's usually how it goes. And they're liars. They're yeah. fakes. Why is that cheats are liars? They're such a disgrace. They will tell you anything to get to second base. Anyway, serious matter. I'm just saying um, I guess to like put into perspective, like the situation that I was kind of dealing with at the time, because it was a matter of three years or so. And like, mind you, I did get married to escape a certain situation that I was living with at home. I didn't see it like that at the time, but I just really realized it. And then I married somebody who I thought was nice, genuine, and, like, just, like, had a big heart. But, like, I shit you not, literally, like, how everything kind of started. We pretty much spent, like, the whole day at the beach. We are already married. Pretty much spent, like, a whole day at the beach. Like, fucking perfect day, if you, like, ask me. I thought it was, like, a really great day. I would have never even known that something was wrong until we, like, get home. And as soon as we get home... I swear, I feel like every time I talk about something, I, like, lose my breath. The girl? <sighs> or like, the situation? Like, and, like, yeah, like, the situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we, like, we get home. Like, right now, I was just catching myself feeling really angry. I know. <laughs> it's like, why am I feeling so mad? Like, I'm, like, shaking. Like, <sighs> because these people that are narcissists in our life have really impacted us. Yeah. And um, he puts the car in park and... It just, like, asked me, and he's just like, so is there anything you want to tell me about, like, so-and-so? And I'm like, no? <laughs> like, what? And it turns out, like, he was literally mad the entire day. Like, we had, like, this big, like, blown-out argument over something that I truly had nothing to do with him in the first place. And it, like, happened, like, way even before him. So for him to get mad about something, it's like, for what? And that's when I kind of realized, I'm like, mm, what did I get into? But see, it doesn't, like, completely become, like, a domestic violence right away it just eases into it so it just starts out with like them getting angry and making you feel like it's your fault slowly progressing it into like doing like physical things but not so big to where it's like noticeable but still making you feel like it's your fault and then it gets finally to like that blown out you know big fight where just you know blood is everywhere pretty much at that point and then they like wake up the next day and they don't acknowledge like what just happened and then you're kind of just there like well like i remember everything like i wasn't intoxicated i wasn't drunk or anything like that and um you know like sometimes my ex-husband would sometimes slip me things like ecstasy weird shit like that to numb you i don't even know if it's to keep you under his balance i don't know i mean if you really reflect on it 
why else would he give you drugs i don't know i really don't i it, to me i guess yeah to like make me feel some type of way but i would be up all night sometimes on ecstasy and he'd be like fast asleep and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here Oh, like so tripping. he wanted you to just trip on your own? Yeah, it was, it was by myself. Like, he wasn't even on it. Like, he wasn't even taking it. So he'd be, like, asleep, and I'm just, like, they're, like, in bed. And I was sometimes, like, start scratching myself. I'm like, like, I feel funny. But I never really put two and two together until, like, the next day. Like, he would tell me. He's like, oh, yeah, I did this. And, like, just joke what? about it. Yeah. He would, like, like, do it intentionally without you knowing? Yeah. <gasps> so then um, I kind of, like, made me, like, well do i even take drinks from this person like i live with this person so what he had did like the first time is he had something in like a coke or anything like something like that it's like a drink and then he like gave it to me he's like here drink this and like me like not thinking anything of it i'm like okay yeah like sip 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 and next thing you know i'm like feeling funny and he's like asleep i'm like what do i do like what's going on and then the main reason i left because i would probably still be in this situation like i'm not gonna lie i don't think i would ever i didn't see myself leaving I thought about it, I knew it was going to happen, I just didn't know when I was going to really put myself through it, is he had given me bars, Xanax bars, and I don't remember what happened, I just remember waking up, and he was mad, and like, I don't know what he was mad about, he was just like telling, you did this, like, you said this, like, you did this, and I'm like, I don't even know what I did, mm-hmm. like, what did I do? And then it kind of got, you know, physical, and so I don't know what, but something in me was just like, I cannot take this anymore. Wow. And I called the police before. I've called the police, like, a lot of times before, but I've never really stayed on the line. Like, I'd always hang up, and, you know, like, I'd be like, I'd come here, but I never really gave the address. Like, I would always just hang up, or he would take the phone away. But this time, for some reason, I was able to be on the phone just as long, and the thing is like he had already had a warrant out for his arrest because of um previous things that have happened and i did not call the cops that time somebody else did because they've noticed all like the bruises and stuff all over my face and you know they kind of got concerned so they called the cops and then i ended up making a report but you know dumb me i still protected him 100 percent. i like lied about certain things and you know they would they would go try to find him with the warrant and they couldn't because you know like we were somewhere else so this time since security had a warrant they like came immediately and once he was like in jail i just packed everything up and i was like this is i was like this is my chance like this is my only chance that i'm ever gonna get and i just think like if i would have never taken that chance if i would have just stayed there in that room if i would have just cried if i would have just like I don't know, made something else of the situation, I would not be here. But for some reason, being on those bars and genuinely not knowing what happened scared the fuck out of me. I was like, what is going on here? Like, well, your own husband drugged you. Yeah, I'm like, what did I say? Like, and it really made me question, like, what did I do? Like, what did I say? Like, what's going on here? Like, what's. And I kind of like went back to like see, like, if I posted anything. And I actually posted that night, I was like posting me painting. So I was, like, painting something. Like, I don't know if I was, like, happy. I don't know what was going on. I just, I'm, like, looking back at certain things. I was, like, like, I posted this. But then, like, so in what situation, like, like did things change? And, yeah, it was weird. Wow. It was weird. That's very, very intense. And that's just, like, a part. <laughs> did his, everything that this happened. may be out of topic, but did his mother live with you guys? In the beginning, yes. I moved in with him and his mom into an apartment 
And mind you, I really humbled myself. Like, I viewed it as humbling myself to the point where I downgraded myself to live in a certain situation, to live in a certain place. And it wasn't the best. Yeah. And see, I I struggle with that. Why? With like saying humbling. Why? I understand where you're coming from with it because it, it was different from what you were used to. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. my thing is, is like this person brought you that low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you knew your value. Yeah. You knew that your life was way better than his. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like your family, the way that your family carries themselves. And the what I was that, so used to. Yeah. Right. And it, I mean, change. I have someone in my life that's also in a similar situation like that. And uh-huh. it's like you have so much over here and you make yourself be in a situation where you can't even buy yourself a new shirt. Mm hmm. Because you're so in love with this person. Yeah. And at the same time, it's it's humbling, like you say, because you are living a whole different lifestyle than you're used to. Mm-hmm. But why? I don't know. You know? <laughs> and know. it's not it's not your fault. It's yeah. his, I mean, it's him. Like you say, he first made you feel like you were sweet. Like he yeah. was sweet. I thought it, not that it was love, but I thought it was I thought it was genuine. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to accept you for who you are, uh-huh. even though you don't have much. And then that being said, you go and you follow. And then I'm stuck there. (laughs) And it's like, okay, I still love you. I love Mm -hmm. everything that you're about. And all of a sudden you're you're gonna use everything that I had Mm -hmm. against me. You know? Like everything that I've gone through, everything that I still have, because most of the time you still carry your items with you. Mm -hmm. And they reflect on that and they notice you and they get jealous. Mm -hmm. And like from a distance, they're looking at you like I know that you're better than me, but I don't want you to be. It's weird because his family didn't celebrate um, holidays. They didn't celebrate his birthday. Like, his mom really didn't. Like, there was just certain things that they just did not do that was not normal, but just, like, they didn't really seem like... Uh, was it, like, for a religion? Because of their religion no, or anything? No. No. They just didn't celebrate? Yeah, they just didn't. And if they did, it was, like, something, like, very small. Like, it wasn't really, like, anything big. Like, not Christmas or anything like that. It was, it was, it was like, weird. To <laughs> you, because, I mean, I your family was so known for their cookouts yeah. and hangouts and, you know, celebrating each other. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, I had um, attended funerals and I had family vacations. And he never wanted to be a part of that. No, because he was jealous. Yeah. But I also feel like because he knew what he was doing was wrong. And he didn't want to come around and be told something. And there was one incident. Yeah. That. I don't know. I think Belle remembers. Obviously, Belle remembers. Because she was the one that went through it. And I feel like I should have defended the situation differently. But me being stupid in in that situation, I didn't. Um, It was my cousin's 15. And he finally came around for, like, the first time ever. And it's just, like, the way he talks and the way he speaks. Um, And... uh, it was a tough one. It was weird. It was like, it was embarrassing at the end of the day. Like, I really embarrassed myself because it showed how I allowed myself to be spoken to. And the way he was, like, speaking to, like, my families and my cousins, like, they, like, you know, Belle just didn't put up with it. And she, like, talked her shit back. And if you talk your shit to a narcissist, they're not going to take it and they're going to fight back with you. Mm-hmm. And so... 
he and them they end up having a big argument to the point where they take it outside and then like he literally jumps into like a random fucking van and like goes to the hotel and i'm like freaking out i'm like dude no because we're in my car i was like the hotel's under my name i'm like well like you're i don't want you to touch my shit in the hotel so i'm like freaking out banging my cousin i'm like take me to the hotel i was like just take me to the hotel i was like please just take me there so then we go um i end up picking up my car i end up going there and like while we're there he's like just blaming the whole situation on me and like even like during like the argument between him and bell i'm like dude i'm like just calm down i'm like it's okay i'm like just drop it bell like let it go and then he's like you didn't even defend me i'm like but i actually did and then like back i really shouldn't have and we still end up staying together after that but then pretty much like i was supposed to go to like an after party at my uncle's house and i didn't even do that I was supposed to stay, like, an extra, like, two days, and I didn't even do that. We ended up leaving, like, the next morning. Like, I ended up, like, packing and, like, cutting, like, the vacation short because I just, like, had to get out of there, and I'm just, like, going home because I just didn't want this person to leave me. What for? I do not know why. But I stay, I I mean, to me, it's, like, my belongings are there. Like, I put materials over everything. I'm, like, we're in my car. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I was, like, my job's in Houston. I was, like, my, all my stuff is in Houston. So, I was, like, I just have to go back there. Like, I have to. And then the person I have to go back with is this person. So, then I end up staying. And then there's been times where I've actually moved out, began the, began the process, like, 100%. But I've never stayed out because something just, like, manipulates me, way, like, back in. So, there's this one time, I'm go- not with him, not living with him. I hadn't lived with him for a while. Came to Arkansas, and I'm going back to Texas, and I'm supposed to go stay at, like, another friend's house. And instead of me going to that friend's house, I ended up getting a call from one of his nephews, and they were like, you know, he's drinking this much. Like, please, like, can you come, like, help us out? You know, he says he wants to kill himself. And, like, I give in, and I go. And he wasn't even that drunk. He was fine. And then I ended up staying. Yeah, and I ended up saying hundred percent, and I ended up saying, and then the situation got worse, and then I ended up getting like the beating of a lifetime. I want to say because that was like one of like, the worst beatings I ever got, and it was crazy because I ended up like staying, and then I still stayed, and I still protected. So I always told myself, like growing up, I saw like multiple people in my life, and not even like related to me, um, I get abused, and I always said like I'm never gonna be that person. I'm never gonna be that person. And it's like you, I guess I, you, we all don't realize what it's actually like to be the one abused until we're in it and what we'll really do. Mm -hmm. So like for me to like always say I'll never do that, I put myself in that situation and I protected that person for a long time. Right. And sometimes it's not just abuse. I mean, it's it's not like abuse. It's also with words like mentally. And it and starts so out he that did way. It both. Mm-hmm. So it was like mentally abusive and abusive physically. So I mean, that's that is something that I feel like. Do you feel like you're close to God at that time? No, I wasn't. It's just like it's a darkness in a person that's yeah. just not escapable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we during our research, like we weren't even looking this certain <laughs> question up, yeah. and it happened to come up that a narcissist cannot believe in God. Oh, yeah. There's no way that they can ever believe in God because they are God to themselves. They're number one. They will always want to be what God is. Mm -hmm. And if they use God to their advantage and like ask him for things or try to manipulate things and be in a way where it's like, yeah, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. It's all just ego. 
over and over and over and they just want to keep eating it and eating it. It's whatever makes them happy every day, all day, no matter what. Yeah, like their way or the highway. Yeah, like God will never be enough for them. Mm -hmm. Nothing will. And that's why whenever you, like whenever I explained this last episode, it's like it has to be God first, Mm -hmm. then you and your significant other or your whatever belief you have and then, you know, so on and so forth. They can't. They don't believe in anything but them them and them it's just all about them mm-hmm. that's what's kind of like it <laughs> dude okay so me growing up with a narcissistic person i can i can like call them out right away it's weird because you've you grew up with it you've mm-hmm. seen it for like not like a couple years before you really though i didn't know what it was and what yeah. was surrounding me at the time did even you think it then, was normal no like, you can tell that they carry themselves all about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. it's just something that you don't like about them. There's something that shifts you differently. Mm-hmm. And a narcissistic person, for some reason, I have always been able to tell. Like, not that I even knew what narcissism was. I just could tell because what I would do was say that they were just like my dad. <laughs> yes. I would be like, that That person reminds me of my dad. I can't. Mm-hmm. Or I would talk to somebody and be like... I would go like this mm-hmm. and like Trina would always be like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that person. Like there's just something that shifts me wrong. Like you feel it. Okay. Yes. It's like it, an energy thing. It's an energy thing. Yes. Like it's something that's like telling you run. Yeah. And to me, it was a lot of um the comparisons of a person. So for instance, the way that they can carry themselves in front of somebody else. You can tell when somebody's like lying, when somebody's trying to be like likable. Yeah. Because it's going to give them the sense of gratitude and the sense of like, oh, award feeling. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and they talk crap. Yeah. Or it's always like a challenge. For instance, if you have a friend that's always constantly trying to one up you, that's weird. It's weird. Like, why would you ever want a friend like that? Yeah. But you're trying to see the bigger picture. Like, oh, but there's so much fun when we hang out. Yes, but why would you always want to constantly try to battle somebody? Yeah. Like, when do you finally just say, let it go? You are who you are. I am who I am. That person may have more than you, but to a narcissist, it makes their blood boil. It's like a challenge. Yes. It's they like, let's see, always let's see who's going to go and make it to better. the end. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So. It's like, okay. So don't give up on somebody who is in a narcissist situation, like somebody who is dealing with a narcissist the victim. because, yeah, they're going to need your help. But for the narcissist, I say like, sayonara, goodbye, you know, make them feel alone because I think once they realize that they're alone, they don't care. <laughs> Dude, I mean, look at all the research we yeah. did. Yeah. It literally was just like me, me, me. They're always happy. A narcissist is happy always going to be happy they're never going to be the problem they're never going to tell you that they were wrong yeah and if they do they're fucking lying and then second of all it's like do you really want to like just keep going in circles like that they do it's like a hamster's wheel yeah Yeah. a hamster wheel just going and going and going and you feed those little teeth and that (laughs) feed those little (laughs) no it's freaking bad like it makes me so mad yeah but then boundaries. So set boundaries on the narcissist. Or like there was like ten ways on how to deal with one. 
and you know how to deal with them when you don't want them anymore yeah, yeah. but it's like so weird to like because be, it's still very what was it like very um like you're still giving it to their ways yes it's like they're tippy toeing yeah. around yeah. them yeah mm, and then like so even when you leave they're like oh but i'm always gonna be there like i'm always gonna be there and you're kind of like allowing it to a certain point until finally you just like ignore them i think it was easier for me to ignore because i was in a different state but I, there were still some things that I shouldn't have done, and I still did them, and it bit me in the ass at the end, and then it made me realize, I'm like, why? And then I think somebody else came into his life, and it just made my life easier. Oh, poor person. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But then it made me realize, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you can, uh, let, let's talk about the traits, so that people can be aware. Yeah. And avoid people that are, that hold themselves that way. Okay. So, a narcissist will always come off just exactly as you want them they want you to like them mm-hmm. that is their thing they are trying to get you to like them that's all about them yeah but once you do something that they don't like they're going to manipulate you or abuse you mm-hmm. because they're quick reactors and it's always going to be your fault always yeah so the first thing that they will do is stalk you they start to try to watch everything you do, every move you make, because they always want to control you. And they'll try they'll to call change you, you often, text you often. Yeah. Like, how many text messages would you get? <laughs> like, would your stomach drop every single time? Like, you would hear it go ding, and you were not around him? Yeah, there's actually been a few times where I have to leave work because I was, they'd be like, you know, I'm throwing your shit out the door, and I'm just like, well, fuck, all my shit is out the door. And yeah, and you're panicking, and you're yeah. just like, I gotta go, I gotta go, and, like, and then think, it's yeah. like, you yeah. get there, and they look at you with this evilness. And they didn't even do anything, but you're there, and then, yeah. And yeah. then, they'll laugh right at your face. Yeah. Because you fell for their tactics. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very sad that there's people like that in this world, but if we know, like, what they consist of, mm-hmm. and you stop it, towards the beginning don't let yourself get deep in there don't let yourself hold on for years yeah because years like i said it starts off with like the words it starts off with how they they manipulate a situation like yes them getting angry for something that like makes literally no sense that they shouldn't have been angry about that should be kind of like their way yeah they're making a fit it's a red flag that's like automatically a red flag and i wish i would have really like paid attention to that or they'll flip it and make it as if you yeah it was your fault yeah 100 percent. so it's like now we can't go natalie because it's all your fault but, but yet you were in the restroom so for 30 minutes good. yeah it's so good to the point where it's like you really feel like it's your fault mm-hmm. and then you start because most of the time they get loving people yeah do you notice that yeah they always try to find the people that are the most loving and the most sensitive mm-hmm and when that happens, it's they, they take control of you. And they, they use it against you. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but I thought you loved me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, I do love you. Well, you must not love me that much. Mm-hmm. Or whenever I would try to leave and I'd be, like, packed up, it was weird because he would, like, break down and cry. And say he was going to kill himself, I'm sure. That, and he would be like, I need you. Like, I love you. Like, I want to be here with you. Like, I'm trying for us. And I like, just, like... Everything that you weird. were asking for, yeah. now he's spilling. Yeah, it was weird because I, honestly, I recorded a lot of it. I recorded a lot of my situations just because at that point, at a certain point, I just realized I, I was like, I need evidence. I was like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to believe me. And 
I just need to show them what's going on. So I'd be like packed up, ready to go, like recording. I'm like, I'm about to walk out. And then he would like break down crying because he knows he's being recorded. So he's going to stop all the name calling, stop all the shit talking, stop everything. And then just like act as if I just really love you and I need you. And I'm just like, well, fuck. So that was, that was a part of like the one through 10 things. Yeah. It's whenever they don't like to be embarrassed. Yeah. So therefore you using that phone tactic, that was a part of those things. Yeah. Um, there's 10 steps on how to deal, remove yourself yeah. and deal yourself, deal with, um, a narcissistic person. Yeah. Like, and, like antsy. Yes. And <laughs> one of them is that like you use something to embarrass them because yeah. they hate being embarrassed. They mm-hmm. are literally all about themselves. Like if you say anything bad about them, they shrivel yeah. to someone else, you know, like you can easily use that. And then the hamburger thing. Like, this is if you really just want to keep it cordial, not give them, you know, exactly what they want, but just try to be like, okay, I got to deal with you for these 10, 15 minutes. Some yeah. people have kids with narcissists, so you have to be able to communicate with them because they have your ch- your children, you know, mm-hmm. or your child, and that's tough. That is, that's like, hard. Like, could you imagine, like, oh, your son said this about you, da 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 and it's like, but it's not true. Yeah, and why are you suck. taking the word of a four-year-old? Yeah. I'm thinking you're telling him this so that now I believe it. Yeah. It's just messed up. Another thing, it's like he would also call like either like my family members, like my mom or like some like somebody like close to me and like manipulate the situation to where he looked, you know, perfect. Or he'd be like, she did this. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, did you say what you did? Mm-hmm. He would never say what he did. So then I would have like my mom calling me like, why are you acting like this? And I'm like, what the fuck like i like what like you're seriously gonna take somebody else's word but i was like you know i got to the point where i was like fine you know whatever yeah like at that point like i just i stopped kind of they're caring. just that good they are they, they are really are good. like they knew That's who to saying. get to it first. almost seems like they're possessed there definitely is a couple demons up in there yeah i can there have been times where i looked into his eyes a certain you know they during certain darken. times bad i was like like they black out of their own like bodies they did they, no he really did and i i like stared at him back i really stared at him back one time while he was doing everything i'm like you're seriously like gonna do this it's like fine i was like you're like I, I thought i was gonna die at that point i really did i was like okay i was like fuck it i was like i'm gonna die but if i'm gonna die you're gonna look me in the eyes while you're doing it though and he like backed off and he like backed off and he like you know kind of went away and i was just like fuck so then like i like that's when i like i ran outside Mm-hmm. And I asked, you know, for help, and that person closed their door in my face because I lived in an apartment complex. So you hear everything in apartment complexes, and everybody knew him. So it's like I just I felt like I couldn't go anywhere. So like, and I'm sure he told you. Yeah, I'm like in a big T-shirt, you know, to make you feel like you could never go anywhere either. Yeah, and I couldn't. And like, I nobody yeah. wants you. Yeah, nobody's gonna want you after yep. this. Don't mm-hmm. even yeah. tell them anything that you don't like about yourself because mm-hmm, they're gonna use that against you every single first yeah. step because you're confining in them in the beginning right like yeah you're, you're in this happy relationship everything is good mm-hmm. true colors start to come back a little by little you tell them family secrets and then they use those family secrets against you yeah like he like try to like threaten my family a couple times i'm like why would you do that like they have nothing to do with the situation like don't do that mm-hmm. but they don't know that because i keep keep my shit to myself you know right and then that makes you now feel mm-hmm. like you can't share anything with anybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that person took that away from you yeah there's a lot of things that they take from you yeah it really is and they want you to believe that they are the love of your life and there's nobody else 
Mm-hmm. There is nobody else but me. And it's, you know, I, I not too long ago came across narcissism because, you know, I was trying to do the research end on it, trying to figure my own things out. <laughs> and there is actually proven facts that when you are with a narcissist for so long, it literally shrinks your brain. Damn. Like your brain holds up this like funnel, yeah. this wall that doesn't register things anymore the same because he has manipulated you so deeply and it stopped you from even trying to be, you know, a brighter person, yeah. a bigger person, or even then that one little area in your mind that says, you know what, there's better out there, there's bigger, there's greater. He's already like sponged that down. Mm-hmm. to where now it, you're wanting to escape now you're wanting to get out and it's so fucking hard because your brain has shrunken yeah because this person has literally messed with your mind i gave up at a certain point i for sure did and what i did wasn't probably the best thing to do but i ended up becoming sneaky in my ways mm-hmm. and like creating like apps not creating apps but like using apps and like creating like other accounts to talk to certain people and you know i did i would i did cheat like 100 percent. i really did and i like found you know certain she ways cheated on you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like getting like sweaty because i just can't take this <clears throat> yeah there's like a lot of things that i haven't really talked about or discussed but i talked to people during my marriage and they kind of showed me the light of how i deserve to be treated and so that's like when kind of like some of the things he was telling me like you know, nobody's ever going to watch you. I'm like, why is this person talking to me? Why are they treating me this way? I'm like, there's a reason why. Yeah, that and, is kind of strange. And I am not an open-upper person. I don't open up. I don't. <laughs> open-upper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not a, not like a very, like, let's talk about our feelings and our emotions. Well, let's that's ironic down. considering the fact you have a podcast now. <laughs> exactly. But Look talking to a certain grown. person. <laughs> They took everything out of me. Like, not big bad, but, like, they brought out, like, all oh, how I felt. Well, you had to repair yourself, too, you know, yeah. during that process. Yeah, and he, they helped me a lot during that situation and just kind of made me realize, I'm like, okay, well, if I can't talk to him, but I could talk to you, like, there's there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, just certain things started playing in my head and I started building myself up, you know, slowly but surely. And, you know, I, even though I still was in that situation, I, like, just, like, one day at a time i'm like you know what like things are gonna happen i would you know document everything like i had like a page of my notes where i wrote down every single thing i'm like okay this is what's gonna happen i kind of like detached myself from a lot of the things that like i bought in the home because we ended up moving out from like the apartments to like a house and i you know we bought a lot of stuff and all the stuff that i had gotten i'm just like you know what like i'm letting this shit go and i did i really did and i was like okay like i'm like and my animals i'm like i'm gonna have to say goodbye to all my animals but I obviously kept the cat because <laughs> I'm like Keanu's mine the no vicious, matter what. The vicious. Yeah, Keanu. Um, and so it was just like things like it's just like I made a plan in my head. And even though like I had that plan in my head for months, that plan really helped. And, you know, I just kept adding to it and going for it. But I finally did it. <laughs> right. Like I finally did it. And if I did not have that plan, it's just like I would have been stuck there. Just mm. constantly like, yeah, okay, this is going to happen. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Because, I mean, it just kind of, like, showed your progression and kind Mm of, I I mean, I don't really know I want to say, like, God sent you those people. 
I think so because that person isn't in my life anymore even though I would love for them to be but I just I just it can't happen for some reason I don't really know the reason but I'm just not gonna say um mm. but I don't know I'm just really thankful for that person but I feel like that person was an angel during that time and that person had to go be an angel somewhere else because my time was over with that's the way I see it yeah but you were married <laughs> so it's kind of it's, it's different <laughs> But I still see it, yeah, like as a blessing. That's why it's kind of like, what does one say that that is? Yeah, I say an angel. (laughs) She went through it, so it's hers. An angel in my eyes. She's an angel. Yeah. That's good, because I mean, literally, you were in it for how long? Like three years or so. You were, okay, so you were in this marriage for three years with mm-hmm. this narcissistic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like some of those traits jumped off to you? Oh, yeah, because I did some things during that time that I, you know, I can admit that weren't the best, that weren't right, that, which is why I kind of felt like it was my fault, too, but then coming out from it, it just, you know, I took a lot of that on, my next relationship, to the point where it's like, you know, certain things that they do, I'm like, mm, trigger that's a trigger no Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do that Mm -hmm. and it came to the point where now it's like i don't allow myself to be touched on a certain way so if you like touch me a certain way i'm like fighting mode let's go you want to fight let's fight and something about me is like if you hit me i fight back so it's like no matter what you do blackout back yeah yeah like, it's like, if you touch me, you, like, pull my hair, push me, I don't care what you do, you put your hands on me, you're automatically, like, putting me to the point where it's like, you want to fight me, and we're gonna do it, because you did that. And it's like, I've always told myself, like, I don't ever put my hands on somebody first unless they do it first to me, because I don't like being, I don't like having my hands hands put on me. So it's like, once that happens to me, I'm like, okay, it's on. Once you start talking to me a certain way, I'm like, okay, we're going to start talking to each other like that. Like, let's go. Like, I hate being disrespected. And I think I took that on from my last marriage to the point where it's like, I don't want that to ever happen again. You know, and there was that, those were some of my traits that I carried on not being in that situation. But seeing it. Like, as an adult, Mm -hmm. you know, in a relationship. But being in that situation as a child, watching two parents. Yeah. So that's where a lot of people don't, um... They don't take it seriously, how much they're affecting their children by staying. Like you, I mean, fortunately, honestly, didn't have a child with him. Because could you imagine, like you would stay. Yeah. You would feel that eventually he would be the person you wanted him to be. Yeah. And us as kids going through that, like that's not our choice. Like our parents are choosing to be together. And we don't even realize that everything that we're enduring, they are too. You know? So in that trait, that's where I think I picked up some of my narcissistic ways. Because my dad, like, that was supposed to be normal, right? That's Mm -hmm. what we were experiencing. That's what I saw. Making another person feel the way that they wanted to feel. Or maybe because they were so sad and so dark in their hearts that they wanted that other person to feel the same way as that. So for a while, I would do the same thing that you just said. I didn't like to be touched. 
I was not I wasn't a very loving person. Remember, like the whole hug thing. Cold hearted, and my heart's as black as my soul. Yeah, yeah. that too. And it was just kind of like I I didn't like hugs. I didn't yeah. like to be touched. And everybody would always be like, "Why don't you like hugs?" And it's like, I always said because I never got them. <laughs> For real, <laughs> I can't imagine being told that. Like, how would you take? Mm-hmm. Okay. Way. oh my <laughs> gosh i'm so serious did you i mean did you you probably did obviously because you're like <laughs> i literally never like i remember getting hugs as a kid but after a certain age it was like it got weird like your parents start to get weird with you or my parents my dad was a very loving person to us okay he was for you to say that's pretty fair a lot to admit no yeah he was he played a role like where he would play with us and stuff like that and you know he was very athletic and so were we and it was just kind of like this bonding family time but you know when you need it the most is when you don't get it Mm, and the problem is is that majority of these narcissistic people feel that they either didn't get enough love or they were smothered with it you kind of see it like you know, like, I don't know, I don't want to put it out there, but, like, the way he was raised, the situation that he lives in now, mm-hmm. like, his parents are there. They're, like, they're never going to turn his back on him. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, what parents always do, but there's a certain point. <laughs> there's an extent. Yeah. like There's just, like, always an extent. And the yeah. same thing with mine, like, every time that my, um, that the person would do something, it was the other person's fault even then. Like how could you how could you say that, mm-hmm. you know, like you're I know that it's your it. child, but you're literally blaming them too. And like, who is helping this person? Mm-hmm. Like nobody. Like they're she's literally just being told over and over that she's the crazy one. And then when she goes and runs for help, it's like, but you have a good husband because he plays such a fucking role outside the house it's a manipulation though to mm-hmm. like for them to see like oh well look at the way he treats the kids yeah look at the way he's he treats good the kid he's then. a good dad he's a good husband mm-hmm. he provides mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like but what happens behind the closed doors what about me what yeah. about me that's not selfish though because you do matter mm-hmm. how you be how you get treated matters so you don't feel like you're being selfish right I think, um, so whenever I found out what narcissism was, I started to really reflect in that I was still kind of being treated that way. And when I like took a moment back, like I literally read it and paused and reflected like, whoa, like I literally grew up. You just like connected. Yeah. I connected all the dots. And of course, when you go and you tell someone oh my goodness, I think I know what you are. <laughs> so that's where you get it from. They will never, they will never admit. And all you really want from them, like, let's be honest, like you've moved on, you're not with them anymore, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But when it's your family member, all you ever want from them is to acknowledge. Yeah. Like acknowledge that you hurt me. Acknowledge that you have hurt me. And acknowledges you're still continuing to hurt me. Yeah. So now I'm having to set boundaries. Now I'm having to like make sure that I know the truth, which is I'm smart. 
I'm fun. You know, and I'm capable of everything. I'm never too old for anything because that's mm-hmm. always what everyone mm-hmm. always kind of says. Is like, you're getting to the age where, yeah, it's already done. If you you're want too that old. piercing, get it. Yeah, <laughs> and so the situations keep going and yeah. later on you reflect like, holy crap, that person has really put a number on me. Once you acknowledge it, you need to release it, mm-hmm. set your boundaries, mm-hmm. and if you have to be around them, limit it please yeah limit it because they can easily come back in like a little snake in the night ready to eat and swallow its prey yeah kind of like that Shel silver scene from i'm getting eaten by a boa constrict a boa constrict anyways yes <laughs> you can tell that natalie's very like flustered because she keeps making jokes and like laughing i'm trying i'm trying and if you go back to the several episodes she does say that this is her coping mechanism it is so it don't helps. think that she's laughing at the situation oh my god i <laughs> the amount of times i've literally laughed at people's faces while they're telling me a really sad story is like i feel bad i like look back she's at done it. it to me twice <laughs> I think it's like, okay i go why are you laughing and then you laugh even harder they'll be like I just lost my child. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, that's a dark one. <laughs> oh, but it's happened before. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, let's. No. And how does that make you feel? I suck at it. I suck. I suck at it. Yeah. yeah that's no. No. Don't no laugh. I, I, I you still the enemy in you. You need to laugh it out. Get that gargajo out. Oh, yeah, like, my wife left me. And she took everything. And I'm like, so how are we going to? I'm like smiling. I'm like, so how are we going to write this out? You know? like, how Girl. are we going to figure this out? Oh. Kind of just still needs a little bit more joys. <laughs> just a little bit more joys. I just, I can't, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's so weird. I know. It's like me opening up and I'm like getting sweaty and I'm like, all eyes on me. Like, fuck, don't, don't look at me. I have a lot. I have a oh. lot. I don't even like, it's, 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 it's a so lot. So narcissism is also genetics? Yeah. It's like, well, my real dad passed it on to me. Well, great. <laughs> he passed it on to you? I don't know if he did, but I mean, I did pick up on some of his traits. And, you know, growing up, I would say certain things when my mom and mom would be like, you look just like your dad right now. And I would hate it. It would make me realize, like, how it was acting. And, like, maybe, like, I took a step back. I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't do that. But it's like, damn, like, in that moment, like, you just get heated. But then I hate, it's like, you know, we're allowed to have reactions. We're allowed to, like, you know, get mad and, like, overreact sometimes. But to a certain extent. So you can't feel guilty about that. But then it's like, you know, you can get to really realize, like, what you're getting mad about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, usually, all the time. It's for yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's no, like, it's not not for nothing. Yeah. That's for sure. It's something deeper that you, yeah. there's a reason why you laugh. You just, you have to get deeper in there. It's like, it's like I don't know. No, it, it's because you, you, I know why I just, <laughs> I know why? why you laugh. I've already, I've already like searched this diagnosis. She's so diagnosed. Me. <laughs> I really opened up this episode. So like, that's why she can't stop laughing. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I did that. What did I do? Nobody forced her. Nothing. She was like, I'm ready. I just want people to know that there's like situations. Like I would love to be like a domestic violence, like spokesperson is what it's called would you really advocator 
I would. What would you say to someone? Because but I couldn't do it. Like I would, but I can't. I can't because I would get like this. I would feel weird. And then it's like, then all these memories would come back into my head. And I would just like, I would feel like I'd be like reliving it over and over again. And I just can't. But like, I just want to be a voice for someone to realize like, no matter what you go through, no matter how shitty the situation gets, because I haven't really opened up here and like said everything like happened that day by day, like while being in that marriage. And But okay, so you're not alone. You say you say that you would love that. But would yeah. you have had loved someone to be by your side during that? Uh yeah but i wasn't being truthful about what was going on i didn't really like, so what would you know. say to someone that is like let's just say their person mm-hmm. because it's hard it is and no matter how much time you tell them to leave it just doesn't work like that but that's what i'm saying like don't give up on that person who is a victim like always let them know that here it's like, a place but you don't give the, up on them like to what extent like always offer your home well i mean if you have if you're able to like always offer your home like, I had a coworker that would constantly tell me, like, you can come be with me. Like, you can come live with us, live with him, him and his wife. And it's just, like, you feel like a burden because I felt like a burden. I felt like I genuinely couldn't do that, you know. And it's, like, you don't want to go back to your home situation because your home situation sucks or whatever. You know, your pride because we all have pride. And there's so many things that, like, factor in into, like, what's really holding you back. But then, like, when you really, like, let go of all of that and you just take the help. I'm just saying, like, that's the best thing that you could ever do. And it's hard. It's so much It's so much easier said than done because it's, like, it takes so many things to really, like, put it out there. But, I mean, like, just always be there for that person. Let them know, like, my home is available to you. My ears are open for you. Like, you know, I'm here for you no matter what. Like, I just know that I am here. Have and, you ever been that person for someone? Um, a couple of times, yeah. And yeah. what has happened? Like, how many? What's a couple of times? I was... Oh, uh, like I was 16, 17. And you were there for somebody? Yeah. Did they take your advice? No. They ended up going back, and they went back, and they went back, and finally I was out of whatever situation I was that connected me to that person. Um, And then I found out, like, years later, they ended up leaving that person, and now they're happily married to somebody else. So, and, you know, maybe I wasn't that person there anymore, but somebody else, I guess, took over, and they ended up leaving, and... The amount of times that I've seen, you know, her get hurt and abused, you know, yeah. And, and you I, as, um, as like a child that went through that as well, did you ever think anything like, you know, did you get frustrated? Yeah. Cause I was giving her advice. I'm like, you can do this. You can do that. I'm like, you know, my family here, we can help you out. Like I, we, I was, we were offering like a whole bunch of stuff, like things to do you know like my mom was even like telling her some certain things and she just like wouldn't listen it was like i think her being scared and like feeling like she wasn't like she couldn't do it she wasn't good enough like she wasn't able to do it without him Mm -hmm. and then years later she ended up finding that courage and she left not even it was like two years later or something like that it's very it's very challenging i feel that for some reason god always places people in front of me Mm -hmm. that have gone through that only so that we could be able to use that later on, you know, as our past experiences and our past situations, because that's going to be who we fulfill as our purpose. And I our thought purpose. the same thing too, but then I was put in that situation and all that shit just went right out the window. Right. So therefore <laughs> it's almost like, like, I, like for me, I've never been in a domestic violence issue. And I also, you know, 
like there has been situations where Trino and I have been very toxic. Yes, nothing's yeah. perfect. And especially when you're young and young relationships are always kind of toxic. Like crazy young love. Yeah, like where are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Like <laughs> texting me and I'm like, boy, bye. Oh, you liked her picture? Yeah. It's like stupid thing. things like yeah. that. Um, But at the same time, like he's always, I feel like God has always placed people that are in a situation in front of me. And I sometimes, you know, I don't like to question him, but I sometimes ask like, why? I don't know what to do. Like I don't feel, and the reason that I feel like I don't know what to do is because I've done it so many times and I'm still friends with all these people. They're still in it. So like, what am I doing wrong as a friend? Like am I, I don't think like you say, always wrong. be there for them. Yeah. Always That's tell more than them. enough. That's more than enough. Just being there, like I yeah. can't just witness people go through that. I feel you, but like, I mean, I cannot just be there. Like I, I've done that before, and I've mm-hmm. had to tell that person, "I'm sorry, <sighs> if you're gonna be with this person, I can't be you anymore. I can't, it can't be us anymore. Yeah, because you're living the life that I endured for so many years, and mm-hmm. you're giving me. Would you have given up on me? Like. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so I did. It's not that I gave up on that person. Mm-hmm. I gave them like this. Like you it was just a lot. Yourself. Yes, it was a lot. Like yeah, tons of stuff. Okay, yeah. so and I was like a young teenager, and I was holding a lot of responsibility from this person. Like doors open, come live with me. Everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like everything you can think of. Um, and then it was just like over and over, and then something like triggered me. To that extent, like, it brought me back to when I was a child and I just lashed out. And I was like, I'm a victim of all of this. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're enduring right now with your significant other, you have your child right there. That is me. It's like, how am I supposed to sit back and watch you continuously make that child suffer as I did? So, therefore, I removed myself. Okay. And I said, I can't I can't experience that with you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's hurting me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even in it so i said like either leave him or i'm not gonna talk to you anymore pretty much so then i kind of just like took that as like a ptsd reflection like Mm -hmm. i was reacting towards my own post like my own trauma and it was obviously not surfaced at all you know like i didn't even know that I had anxiety, depression. I didn't know yeah. I had any of those things then. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, you're you're going to make me go crazy. And I'm probably going to end up hurting him mm-hmm. for hurting you. Mm-hmm. And my whole life is going to go like 360. Yeah. So I removed myself. Yes. But now I do have like tons of regret because years later, here comes God sending me another person. Mm-hmm. Though I didn't believe in God then. Now I do. I feel like. Right now where you just said, would I leave you? Would I not help you? Like, no, I would. Because (laughs) I feel like that was just God's preparation for me. Yeah. Like slowly preparing me to know how to handle people like that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying at the end of the day is I still don't feel like I'm doing it right. Mm, That's not not your burden to hold, though, because... But it kind of does feel like it. And I think a lot of these women... Because you know everything. Yeah, these women and these men that are in it... Like, and they share everything with someone. Mm-hmm. It, it's good to share. But at one point, do you reflect like, damn, that's dark. I mean, 
No, because I've had other people right? call the cops on him for me, and yet I still protected him. So you could probably do that for her, because she's still going to protect him. It has to come from her. You cannot hold that against you, because it genuinely has to come from her, whoever is in that situation. Because no matter what you do, if it doesn't come from her, it's not going to, it's going to be a cycle. So all you can do is, like, even if you're not talking to her, like, say you guys don't talk for, like, a year, and she comes to you, all you got to do is just embrace her. Yeah. I think that's all that matters. It's how and you I handle it when she leaves. I did that for for quite some time until it was frustrating. If you realize that he's never going to change, like, once you realize that you just know deep in your heart, trial and trial and trial that he says he's going to change and he doesn't change, that's when you need to change the situation and you need to get out. And I want to tell you that you are worthy you are beautiful. You have probably so many creative things about you. Mm-hmm. You probably light up a room when someone sees you. For all you know, you just have never been told. And whenever you escape what you're in, your life is going to be like the most beautiful thing because now you're not going to know to do that again. You're going to know not to do, go that direction. And second... You're going to build the life that you want. Oh, yeah. And of course, we're always going to say, like, follow your faith. Follow what you believe in. Scripture does not say to stay with an abusive man. No, 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 no. <laughs> because, I mean, I can really vouch for that and say that, like, genuinely happened to me. I left a shitty situation and I feel like I'm probably, like, one of the best situations that I've ever been with company-wise being able to talk to him and like just like you know work things out it's not perfect i mean there's gonna be times where we have our issues and that's normal but that's when i realized it's like we all have our issues it's just how you work them out Mm -hmm. and there's gonna be times where it's gonna bubble up and it's gonna explode and it's not gonna be perfect but it's like how you overcome that that truly matters and it really makes you realize i'm like oh like damn like it's like this is how you work something out and then like having a family with someone i'm like okay so this is what it's like to like grow with someone and like see somebody else grow so it's you know, like, no matter what, there is, the grass is always greener on the other side, as cliche as it, like, it sounds, but it really is. No, like, it really is. And you <laughs> always have to remember that as long as you believe in something, hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Because when you're down on your knees crying, just try. God will strengthen you. When you have, like, no sense of thought because you feel like he's controlled every single thought you have in your mind. Just think of God. Just think of what your sense of escape is because you never know. Like, you might pick up the phone and download a bunch of apps. <laughs> get your... Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, get your escape. Like, find your escape. An escape. <laughs> yes. Simple. Get your plans going. You know, drop your plans. Talk to yourself. Tell yourself. Mm-hmm. I can freaking do this. Yeah. I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm bigger i'm better and then when somebody belittles you just don't believe it no tell yourself the complete opposite because it's all mind over matter or when they're saying it know that they're saying it about themselves because that's like the fucking literally they are there's something wrong with them and their freaking ego is (laughs) eating them alive so always yes if they call you a biatch say no i'm not i'm a they're the biatch (laughs) or say it in your head though because if you say it out loud they're gonna try to get you to say something negative so be like okay biatch no princess queen actually i can do bad all by myself move in silence because they you really don't want to let them know your next move 
because they will figure out a way to manipulate it and bring you down so always move in silence once you have your plan to the team get the fuck out like why do you think that there's always some type of like every time that you go do let's say you're addicted to drugs you're addicted to alcohol okay you're in an abusive relationship okay anything with that kind of scenario because it's similar it's a you're addicted to that person you're addicted to that drug Mm -hmm. yeah like you're addicted to a drug you're addicted to that person you are addicted Mm -hmm. and whenever there's situations like that why is it that they're always at a church you know what i mean Mm -hmm. why is it that there's always like speaking the word of god because that's hope that's faith that's strength that's wisdom and at the end of the day, that's everything you're lacking because the person that you're with is causing you to feel less than. It's causing you to feel like you're stupid, like you can't go nowhere, like you're not strong, like there's no way of escape for you. But if you keep feeding your mind that knowledge of God, those whispers that he may be calling for you, those senses of like, I can do this, then you're going to believe it. Because you're doing that in silence by yourself. So every time that person comes around and tries to beat you up with their words, you know that God's got you. You know that he's right next to you, that you feel his presence and you feel his strength in you. And eventually you will leave. And eventually you will believe it and you will go. And everything will be better. Mm -hmm. You just have to believe and have faith. Amen. Okay, guys, so this is the end. We just wanted to give you a little bit of a love at the end of it all because yeah. you can tell for both of us this was very uncomfortable. Very. And our, my leg is shaking now. <laughs> and Natalie can't stop laughing. Okay, if you guys need any assistance whatsoever, we'll be placing the numbers. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers you can call. And I will probably write down some that I've called put down some that i've called because i've called a few landlines as well too helplines you know during the moment it'll help you yeah that's good and you know i do ask a lot of people like why don't you go to a woman's shelter yeah it's usually embarrassment it is it's like that sense of um i can't do it and my dignity and it's a pride especially when that person's telling you you can't Uh you ever need somebody you can always message us. We are always here to speak to anyone mm-hmm. to help you get through anything. We may not do it exactly how you want because that's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. But just know that you have somebody to listen to. Yeah. And if you have any questions or anything, let us know because, I mean, Natalie, she just spilled a lot of her personal space and life. As I kind of did too, but her a little bit more. Yeah. Don't be afraid to call the cops. If you got to call the cops, you call the cops. Don't be afraid. I ain't scared of no Pablo. Yeah. Don't be afraid and, you know, put your truth out there and let it know, you know, and get a restraining order, get a protective order. You know, if you need help with that, let me know. I'll help you out with that as well, too. But you at need times there is people that have. Yes, I know. And that doesn't really help either. But if him being in jail and you being able to get out is your plan of escape, take it. Yeah, and get good. to a safe place. Don't remain in that situation. You need to go. Yeah, you need to get out. Run. Yeah. Fortunate for me, I was able to, like, leave the state. And I feel like that's what, like, really helped me not being able to, like, be sucked back right back into it. You know, not many other people can be in the same situation. No flex. So, no yeah, flex. No. 
Okay, guys, we really love you, and we thank you for listening and listening to yes. all this. Um, all we're trying to do is be here for you and give you a sense of knowledge and escape. Mm-hmm. Because you will be surprised how many people do not know what narcissism is. They yeah. could be living right now with one and listening to this. Because they're so blinded. Yes. Because so they don't blinded. want you to know. Yeah, they they're... don't want you to know. But we are making it known. Yeah. Let's be heard. Hashtag, Hashtag let's, let's be heard. heard. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. All right. Until next time. Bless, Bless up. up. Season two, episode two. What? <laughs> and that's a wrap.